Welcome to the Tales of Fatherhood podcast. My name is Daniel Davila, and joining me momentarily is going to be my father. Uh, but uh, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to wait. I kind of want to bring the guy in right now. You guys know him from the last four episodes of Tales of Fatherhood. You know the guy, my father, Martin Davila. I'm here. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. How All you right. doing? I'm doing good. You're doing good. Great conversation we had today. It was, wasn't it? Right before this uh, podcast, before we started recording. <laughs> so let's see where it goes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So my dad and I had a uh, kind of a self-reflecting <laughs> look at ourselves. I don't know if that made any sense. But uh, <laughs> kind of sounded weird. It did self-reflecting look at ourselves. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> nah. Yeah. No good. No bueno. We we uh looked inside of what we're trying to accomplish in this podcast. We did, and it was pretty revealing. It was. It was. So before we get to that and what caused us to get to that argument, uh, <laughs> it, it was a heated discussion, not an argument. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was weird. But uh, um, here's what I was thinking, all right? Uh, Before we get to all that, uh, I wanted to actually talk about something pretty historic that happened today. Uh, Today is actually November 7th, 2020, and we have a president-elect in Biden, uh, president-elect Biden and vice president-elect Kamala Harris. I think that's... uh, It's pretty cool. It's actually really, really cool because it's our first vice president that's a female, and also our first woman of color that is a that is also going to be the vice president. I think it's a huge step forwards. Oh my god! Okay. So I think I think it's huge step forwards uh, for uh, for again women of color and just women in general. So congratulations to them. I think it's awesome. So, but this is actually what led to my dad and I having a pretty heavy talk right before this all came, <laughs> right before we got on the podcast. So, you know what, Dad? You got to let you lead this conversation. You go ahead and lead just the first part of it. Well, we talked a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm going to let you lead the conversation. You want me to lead it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, please. No, no problem. No problem. So, before, you know, so, you know, actually, oh. I'm going to let you lead the conversation. Make sure you're talking into the mic. <laughs> I keep forgetting. No, you're fine. See, we're about to have the conversation again. No. You know what would make make me talk more into the mic? If we had something like a, something we could put around the mic that makes it look like a taco. A taco? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Crispy taco. And I'll be on that bad boy. You're chomping on the like, no. Oh, my God. Okay, now, let's talk about seriousness now. So before we get started, actually, I wanted to tell you guys that the title of today's show is actually going to be called Meaningful Conversations. There's a reason why that is. I think you can all uh, understand why. Um, I think that it's time to start having meaningful dialogue between people. We all need to start understanding where everybody's coming from and at least seeing their point of view. And that's actually what brought up the conversation between my dad and I. Uh, We were actually discussing the election and my dad, who is a... uh, 
is a Republican. Yes. And I am a, I'm a Democrat. And we were just discussing the election and I think it got a little heated. And I think my dad had some pretty specific reasons why. And it actually ended up reflecting uh, how uh, I, um, how do I put it? How I host the podcast. And I actually think he had some really good points. And I wanted to actually discuss that with him on air. So that way we can demonstrate to Parker that we can have meaningful conversations between people. With opposite views. With opposite opposite views. views, Really, really. Exactly. Completely opposite views. I think it starts here. I mean, it's going to start with us demonstrating that to him. Because everybody's opinion matters. Everybody's opinion counts. And it's important that we are open to everybody. So that's what we are going to do here now. And hopefully this does not end in a fight. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to teach Parker how to have a, have a meaningful conversation. <laughs> we end up arguing. Yes. <laughs> we do not hit people in this house, Parker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Biden okay. 2024. No. <laughs> no, never mind. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's move on. Okay, go ahead. Well... Let's see. I guess uh, we haven't going to have that meaningful conversation right here. I I, pro- I point out to you, Daniel, that uh, we start we start talking kind of weird about it. It's like how the flow has been in the past couple of podcasts we've had. The flow to our podcast, we have some really good. Make sure you keep talking into the mic. Really good dialogues, you know, that are that are fun and like spur of the moment things that we talk about that are fun, lighthearted. I think mm-hmm. that's the word you chose right there, and I think I think you're right. Those lighthearted conversations are uh, definitely a lot of fun, and I can feel that uh, between you and I, we have good chemistry when we have those type of conversations. But anytime we start discussing something serious, very serious, very a very serious subject, because we are both on two sides of the spectrum on almost a lot of these things, right? It's not just politics either, no. right? This is this is how general, the podcast is run, also including politics. Yeah, right. In politics, how the the well, and well, see what you just did, Daniel. I just had an old timers moment. I was going to get to a really, really important, smart point. Sorry. <laughs> and now, <laughs> I'm oh in my a, God. Like, did you take your one a day? <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> no, you were saying that, uh, um, damn, no, I don't even remember what you were saying. Did you take your one a day? <laughs> were you paying attention? No, uh, shit. no two a days, no. man. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. was listening. So we're both on two different sides of the spectrum, a lot of things. And what I feel as your father is that it's up to me to make sure that our conversation does not get too heated. And I tend to quiet. And because when what you tend to do and you're doing it, you do it in the podcast. That's when we were hitting our lows that we, we, we both know that the, our podcast has this really nice highs and this lows, right? And I, I think, and I told you, I thought, I think it's because you, Daniel, tend to dominate the conversation. And when it gets to a point where I don't want to say something to disagree with you, I just kind of climb up and I just say, well, I don't know, Daniel, you tell me. And I back off. And then we keep going deeper and deeper. And you keep asking me, well, how do we do that? How does it, how does this look like? And I don't have the answer because I'm afraid to tell you because it will lead to a discussion because we're two separate ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what we had the discussion about. And to have it here on, on, on the podcast, uh, 
you can help me out a little bit. You're listening too much. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know. I was giving you your time. <laughs> I was letting you vent. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I, I heard you and I, I, I hear you. And I think a lot of the things that I told you that I, uh, sorry, I need to back away from the mic a little bit, but I think a lot of the things that I told you that, uh, um, uh, I felt were the reasons why I was doing what I was doing, um, had a lot to do with, I guess you could say the weaknesses of this podcast. So for example, me dominating the conversation inside the podcast had a lot to do with you feeling like I was the train driver here. And you were just kind of trying to like keep up with the conversation, right? Like right, you felt right, like right. I was trying to direct the conversations to go a specific direction. And you just were like, 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 it's almost like you felt like you were just trying to yeah, keep up. Right. Like, yeah, I see my role you. as a trying to compliment wherever direction you want to go, you know? Right. And, and I was, so I was saying earlier, and then one of the things I told my dad is this, is that like, uh, when I introduced myself on the podcast, I'm like, yo, I'm the, like, well, welcome to the father, father of the podcast. I'm your host. And maybe I'm not looking at you as much of a, uh, like, uh, almost like a sidekick in a way versus like an actual co-host. And that's, what's wrong. Get off your phone. <laughs> I can hear you beeping. I can hear... You're not beeping. Oh, oh, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were on the phone. Oh, my bad. But why are you, even then, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm doodling. I'm playing. <laughs> so, um, no. So I think that, that, uh, I wasn't looking at you as like a co-host. Um, but I did tell you, I think that you should still try to drive the conversation too. You know, it shouldn't be just me, you know? So, uh, no, but I, I understood where you were coming from because I do tend to do that. And that bled into when we were talking about politics Yes, politics. So, so yeah. So yeah, because here we go. <laughs> yep. Let's get. Let's start this train. <laughs> well, Parker, when you listen to this podcast, you know this is really uh, an effort that your father and I are are, are having right now to sh exemplify what a an adult should be doing. Adults should be doing now. With, and, exactly. Yes. So and when you and so that one day when you're having conversations, maybe you can. Stop and just listen to the other person and not try and push your point because your point's important, yes, but the other person, no matter what that side that is, if it's totally different than yours, it's their point and it's also their reality. But between the two of you guys, you got to find that place where you're going to meet. And that's what your father and I are trying to do right now in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, and we are. And, and actually, I forgot to say, you know, that uh, I forgot actually forgot to mention the like the weaknesses in this in the podcast actually reside in how we introduce the episodes you know and how we wanted to structure this particular episode so i think that when we tried to come to, to come at this podcast at tales of fatherhood we were trying to say like uh oh, we were trying to say like uh oh um what is it uh, we have a subject today today's going to be about technology today's going to be about discipline and we would catch ourselves or we immediately pigeonhole ourselves you know, we, it was like there was nothing there's we wouldn't allow ourselves to be fluid inside of the conversation. And we would basically be talking about the same thing the entire time. And sometimes we would towards the end of the conversation. I think we finally would be able to find our footing and we would be able to, you know, keep going. And, you know, but unfortunately what happened in the last 10 minutes of the podcast <laughs> and you had <laughs> you were at the helm, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, and I was the one driving the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you were going beep. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. So, uh, so and, and I think what we're finding is that, or at least what I'm finding is that this is hard. This is a lot harder than what I expected. And I think that, um, like, we have to think about who are we taught, like the fact that this is going out and we, my dad and I are both working professionals and we have to make sure we're not offending anybody that we work with people. We know people we don't know, you know, we don't offend family members, not on the podcast. Yeah. Not on the podcast. Only in only face to face. Cause that's how you're supposed to do it. Parker, you can't be nice face to face. Don't be nice at all. No. Or if you're not going to be nice, make sure you say it face to face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, Dad? Am I wrong? I mean, no, no, you're you're right, right there. So well, we we will because we did we would pigeonhole ourselves. So I think from here on out, the way we're going to structure the episodes is is that are we going to give them an episode name? Yes. Yes. At the beginning of the title, at the beginning, what are we going to do, Dad? You're gonna get you're gonna give it an episode name just like you were before because I like that. I thought that. Stop okay. talking like you're the sidekick. Own it. You're the host. I'm allowing what you. What are we going to do? I'm allowing you to. <laughs> I give you permission to name each episode. Yeah. Is that better? Thank you. <laughs> I give you permission to name me. <laughs> so you- I'm going to ask my dad at the beginning of each episode. And I'm going to say, or I'm going to tell my dad, hey, this is the name of the episode title, right? You're going to try to guess what it's about. Right. But what happens after that? dialogue about what it's about basically no <laughs> my dad forgot everything we talked about no i remember now i remember it's just what? a nice starting point yes it's a starting point we're not gonna stick ourselves just to that let's see where it goes exactly and so we're like always a, going to remember i'm sorry we're always going to remember that this episode is about parker and i want to say something here too to uh, parker when i say it's about parker and you said this last episode is this is also for your next child. Well, for me, it's for all my grandchildren, however many we're going to have. You know, I know you're going to have two, and hopefully Lara kicks out another three, four of them. No. <laughs> Not oh, another, shit. another, another. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. I'm, I'm, whether, Jeez, however many. <laughs> what is she, a hen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Laura, I love you, sweetheart. No, no. I'm just joking. Um, but anyway, however many grand- grandchildren I have, what this episode, that, not this episode, the whole podcast was about, the way it started was, is about Parker, and so he would get to know us, how we are. So this is an opportunity for my grandchildren to get to know me. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's what I wanted to say on that one. Yeah, So no, and that's something we, we talked about in the past. I think that, uh, um, like, uh, uh, yeah, so that's how we're going to be, that's how we're going to be structuring the episodes uh, from here on out. So basically, just be fluid with us. We want to have good conversations, but we also don't want to, we also don't want to repeat ourselves. So like if we end up finding like one conversation that goes into something we've already talked about, maybe we have something new we want to add to it. Maybe we changed our mind. Yeah. We want to be able to leave those doors open. I think that should be fair because frankly, it's our podcast. Yes. Our. And I give you permission to say that. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> and I give you permission to help me pay for the equipment. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was your idea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, so there's that. So now that we know how this is going to be structured, uh, the actual conversation we're going to have, because it's such a touchy subject, I know we're spending a lot of time on trying to tell you how we're going to structure this conversation. 
Uh, but because it's such a touchy subject, I want to I want to try to add some sort of organization to it. So there's going to be two parts to this. All right, we're going to be talking about what happened and try to have a dialogue between each other as a Republican and a Democrat, right? And then we're also we're we're going to try to do this short and sweet and and uh, again have that dialogue, and then we're also going to break it up into the second part which is going to be more about self-reflection and how how that translated into the podcast and how I made my dad feel inside of the podcast and how this motherfucker made me feel when he was Beep. eating ice <laughs> when he was eating ice on the microphone and something <laughs> I can't say that mf word I love that word though. I know let's, let's call it something else okay all right i need to try to stop cussing so anyway so anyway so that's what we're going to do and we both agreed to the terms. Is that correct? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to try and show Parker how a meaningful dialogue should happen between two people that disagree on some big issues. And they're big. And if you were, if you were been around for 2020, if you have been alive, like in your prime, I mean, I don't know, if you've just been able to understand the world around you in 2020, you know it has been a hell of a last four years. For anybody, what, regardless of what side you're on. So let's kick off this conversation. Dad, yes. <laughs> I'm going to let you start it. What happened today and why are we having this conversation? Did well, we the just Democrats won? Huh? Because the Democrats won? Well, not just the Democrats. Who won? Biden. And? What's her name? Kamala Harris. Yep, yep. That's <laughs> the one. <laughs> So you came into the house, and I remember you were saying, like, uh, we had started talking about it. What? You know, actually, you know what? Let's not even talk about that. Let's start no, no. here. Let's start here. Okay. Why are you nervous? Is that a good question? Yeah. You were looking at the TV today, and you were saying you were nervous. Yeah, I'm just nervous about the the country, you know, because this election puts our country at I'm just going to say 50-50, you know, 50% fifty of the people love one candidate. The other 50% love the people love the other. Well, they don't know. No, no. Actually, the other 50% of people just voted against the one con- candidate. It wouldn't have mattered who was there. That's what I fo- That's the way I feel, right? And Make sure you're talking closer to the yeah. mic or bring it closer to you. I'll put a taco in front of it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So... Here's what, what I, I worry about is right now, our nation is deeply divided because of what has been going on this last four years. And I, and I agree, I am a Republican, but perhaps, not perhaps, some things should not have been said by our president. And some things should have been said by our president that he didn't say. We're not going to go, go there where, what or where, but he didn't or he did. But it divided our nation deeply. What I worry about is now that we're divided is that the other side, the side that won right now, does not go and antagonize the other side because I really am afraid what it would do to our country. Right now, Joe Biden, President Biden, is going to have a big, big thing on his plate, trying to unite the nation. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing he's going to be, he, he should be concentrating on trying to unite the nation. And I see 
the people on the TV right now, Parker, if you had the chance to see them, they're dancing and they're celebrating the, the celebration of uh, Biden, President Biden getting elected, rightfully so. But what I didn't like was that they're holding up this signs, you know, with negative comments about the current president. I don't like that. And why? Because I feel like they're antagonizing the other 50% of the nation. Now, it wouldn't be too much of a problem if it was a landslide that it would have been like, it's only 70% that, or 30% that voted for our current president. But we're talking about a big percentage of our nation there. And I'm just afraid that something dumb could come out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a lot of that, a lot of that uh, concern, Parker, uh, is rooted in recent, um, recent meaning um, events that took place, I believe it was around, I'm not actually, man, God, I can't remember when it happened, but uh, events with George Floyd, with the police officers, and um, where George Floyd was put on the ground and uh, was killed by these, by the by one of these men or all of these men. And uh, um, they, uh, how do I put this? I'm trying to trying to find a way to navigate this. But um, that's where a lot of the protests began to happen. Uh, those protests were followed by riots. And what I understand, from what I understand, is that uh, I would say, I'm not going to say people on the, yeah, you know, people on the right, we're looking at that as they were looking at those protests or those riots as part of the protests. And I think that a lot of people were very upset by that. And a lot of people were thinking that, oh, no, these protesters are the same as the rioters rather than trying to find a way rather than understanding that the people that were rioting were more opportunists rather than the ones that were actually protesting. And I think that started that was the one of the. I would say the beginning of the end of this presidency of all of, you know, with all the division that's been happening. So what my dad's, why I was saying that is that my dad's, what my dad is describing on TV are people all over the nation right now. They're gathering and they're very, very happy. And uh, um, because Donald Trump's not president anymore. No, he's still president, but he won't be for... Excuse me, you're right, yes. Something yeah. like that, whatever. But he's still president. and uh, But a lot of people over the last four years have just felt like they've been on a giant roller coaster ride. Uh, especially if you follow him on Twitter, which I did for like three years, and it was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible for me. It was like getting tweets at 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and you knew they were toilet tweets. Like, you know, he was just on the shitter, and he was just tweeting. <laughs> Stop, sorry. <laughs> See, see, Parker, what I just demonstrated there was restraint, restraint and listening to the other side, how they felt and without commenting on it and making them feel bad about them feeling that way. When in reality, the man was really working hard for his country, working hard to push that poop out. (laughs) Oh, my God. What your father's demonstrating right now is (laughs) immaturity, (laughs) the willingness not to let go of the bone. (laughs) <laughs> Which is what the problem is right now, Parker, with our country. Both sides cannot let go of the same bone. Yes. And, Parker, when you get older and you start having these type of conversations, remember that you got to let go of your bone. And so, the other person has to also. You're right. So I think that one of the... Th- I, I think that 
one of the things that were that were bothering, I guess, me as a person, because I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you when you say that it was fifty or sixty percent of a nation that voted against Donald Trump. I do truly feel like there's a large percentage of that group, a very large percentage of that group who voted for Joe Biden. But I do also agree that there is a much smaller percentage of people, but they are there, a significant amount of people, still voted against Trump rather than for Biden. And I I voted for Biden, but I also voted against hate. Like, I didn't like where this country was going in terms of the division. And I don't like, I don't like how the coronavirus is being handled. I don't like, um, I don't like going to, I don't like going to HEB in a mask. I don't like feeling like, like, cause I'm a teacher. I don't like that. Our students have been out of school for almost a year and it's going to be this little cohort of kids for the next 13 years that are behind. And it's all because they could have been handled differently. And again, it all started at the top. And had we not been fighting these battles of, of, uh, like, how do I put it? Of like, a, oh, hydroxychloroquine and the coronavirus is like, like there's only more cases because there's more testing. Had we not been fighting those battles rather than just like, like knuckling up and getting it done in the very beginning, I feel like it could have all been avoided. So that being said, I'm going to open it up to my dad because I know that there's some conver- there's some feelings on this side, maybe not from you, but maybe more from like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, maybe yeah, from you. Yeah, what do you think? I, I think that this ship is going down fast. <laughs> <laughs> and we should go see. This is something more you funny. Know, you know, it's not. You know, it's not fair. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and Parker, what I just demonstrated to you is the art of deflection. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're trying to, but yeah, no, yeah, and this is why. See, this is why. Remember, we agreed we we're going to have meaningful conversation. Don't run, motherfucker. Don't <laughs> stop. You got to stop crying. Beep. Okay. <laughs> Don't run, dude. Don't run. <laughs> Face me. <laughs> dude, where's my car? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the title should be of this episode. No. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> you can't change the subject now. <laughs> okay. So what was the question there? No, I guess, uh, you know what, I'll I tell you what, I won't even make it that, make it so pointed. I'll just say this, like, how do you feel the last year has gone? It's been terrible. It's, uh, wow, how do I feel this last year has gone? Specifically Gosh. with the decisions made from him. And I'm not trying to it, zing you, I'm you trying to hear him you. or him? No. <laughs> see, and this is, see, this is why my mom... <laughs> <laughs> this is why my mom gets so mad at you. <laughs> you can't be serious. <laughs> because we're supposed to be having, you know, the ship is going down fast right now. You know, we got to make it lively. Well, it is lively. Lighthearted. And it's fun. Yeah, but we're smart. Lighthearted. Okay. <laughs> okay, so how do you feel about this year? Yeah, it's terrible that uh, a lot of th- all these things has been happening. It's really changing. Parker, this is really going to change how life is going to be from now on. I really do believe that. Yeah. I, I hate wearing masks. But uh, did you hear the, something uh, about some minks in in uh, Sweden or something like that? They're going to kill them all because they got a new 
strain of the COVID-19 and they're killing all the minks in Sweden. Or what? Something. Yeah, yeah, just on the news last night. Are you serious? It's a heart attack. Well, uh, which is pretty serious, but... <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Google it. Guys, Google it. Do I need to, uh, uh, while he's doing this, yes. I'm going to just look this so up anyway, I don't know what he's talking about. This, uh, I think it was in Sweden where they're, they're going to take out this whole uh, industry of minks because there's a new strain of COVID. And how does that tie into this? Well, our whole life is going to change from now because when is the next pandemic or when is the next virus going to come from? Denmark. In Denmark. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see? I was right, right? They're mm-hmm. killing all, and, and whether they're infected or not, they're killing all the minks, and they're not going to make coats out of them anymore. <laughs> they shouldn't be making coats out of them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but they were so soft. <laughs> oh they were so soft. And, oh, my God. So, anyway, so where was I going with this? Uh, you were talking about the minks, and you said you were trying to bring it back to... Yes, how it's going to change this year. 2020 it's going well, to you're define. saying well, what you were saying was about the pan like well this pandemic what about the next pandemic yeah what about the when what's the next one so therefore wearing masks like you don't like to wear masks at HEB I hope that that goes away however I don't think it will because we never know where the next one's going to come one okay then the other way because we have to practice a social distancing and all that stuff it's redefining how business is being done mm-hmm. schools are being taught uh, restaurants are handling their their, their their clients' delivery. You know, even uh, Pizza Hut is delivering, or everybody's delivering now. You know, uh, they got this little vendor. <laughs> Haven't they always delivered, Dad? <laughs> but Uber's been Uber Eats have been around for a few, man. <laughs> but Parker, Uber was not around in 1984. And that was almost, <laughs> it was like 36 years ago. Easy, you don't have to go there, man. Like, it's just it's 84. just a number. Oh my God. <laughs> That was so, Van Halen's first album. <laughs> oh, that was a good album, wasn't it? I loved that album. <laughs> Can we talk about Van Halen? Don't try to deflect. <laughs> <laughs> meaningful conversation. Yes, meaningful conversation. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I, I don't like it. Go ahead. So, <laughs> I don't like it. 2020, this I did sounded, not like it. This sounded like a good idea at the beginning. <laughs> Well, dude, so like I know, and I know we were talking about how we need to be fluid and everything, but I also think that this particular episode right. should stay on track because meaningful, I think that we should be demonstrating to Parker having like how, how to have these talks. Right. And sometimes, you know, Parker, you know, once you say your your point, you got to listen to the other guy's point. I'm listening to your dad right now. Go ahead, Daniel. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that what I don't want anybody to think here is that I'm not going to sit here and try to fact check my dad. Uh, I think that's what happened. That's but what kind of pissed did. you off earlier. How did I? Why did I fact check you? The, the minks. Aren't you glad I did? Because you said it was in Sweden. I know. I well, thank been. God. I mean, now the entire country of Sweden <laughs> probably thinks they have a bunch of mink COVID carrying rodents running around. <laughs> You're That's welcome. <laughs> you should be Sweden thanking me. Sweden owns you. <laughs> you, should owns be, you. you should be fucking thanking me, man. <laughs> Sweden owns you, owes you a lot now. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, let's so, move on. Many so conversations. You, so no. So so over I, when we were talking over there, uh, over you said that one of the things that you don't like that I was doing was that I would fact try to fact check right, and I did. I think that's. When I 
I don't know where I got that from, but I think it was in the military. Because I think when I was in the military, um, I worked in a, this career field where it was almost like knowledge is power. So uh, shout out to all my military peeps. But uh, like, I think anybody that works inside of um, an IT environment understands what I mean. The more you know, the more effective you can be and the more... And I'm not going to say the more respect you have, but frankly, more people will listen to you. If you know what you're talking about, you are you will you will at least have a voice in the conversation. So that's where I feel like that's where I got a lot of that argumentative attitude, because sometimes like if, if you would have to defend, like if you thought if something was broken here and somebody was saying it was this and you're saying it's this you know, and you have very little time, you know, to tackle said problem, you know, you need to be able to defend your, defend your point, why you feel that it's this issue, because there's a lot of time and there's a lot of valuable time that goes into trying to fix that problem. So I, I don't even know where I was going with that. But the point I'm trying to make is this, is that I can be very argumentative or I can be very like fact checky, know it all inside of conversations like that. Yeah, and that's a, that's a character flaw of mine. And a lot of people have told you that, right? Uh, a few people have told me that, but they a can, lot. Yeah, it's not my fault. I'm smarter than them. We're gonna have to fake that, that out of here. So. Yeah, you do. You, you tend joshing. to do that in today's conversation. You know, you like I, like I was telling you, you. I I was feeling like whenever you would ask a question and I would give you my answer, my side of the my side of the answer, right. You would try to prove me that I was wrong. When in a meaningful conversation, it's not about proving the other person that is wrong. It's about listening to try and understand his, the person's side so that you can get an insight of what they're thinking. And then if you're able to do that, maybe you can start looking for a way where, where it can be compromised, where you can compromise, meet in the middle. Instead of doing the fact check and trying to, you know, what is it that you were doing like, you would ask questions like, yeah, but how do you do that? And uh, to be honest. So to give, to give this conversation some context, um, my, are you okay with that? Yeah. So to give this conversation some context, um, again, Biden has won. And one of the many arguments that have been kind of floated out there, not arguments, but one of the, the um, what would you say it is? One of the questions? Questions, yeah. What has Biden done for us? For the last 40, 40 years, years. Yeah. Right. And I think that was something that's actually, but that was started by, I believe it was actually started by a tweet from Donald Trump Jr. Um, yeah, so. Great guy, I love him. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, I don't even want to, yeah. So anyway, so I've never, uh, for some reason, I've always taken issue with this particular question because let me, and it, let me, let me rewind here. One of the things that I told my dad um, and I'm not going to, I don't want to sit here and try to answer that question. I'm not going to try to rehash this whole argument out with you. But one of the things that I remembered when I told my dad that, that mattered to me was that when, if you go back to George Bush and Bill Clinton's presidency, right? The conversations we were having, I felt were more, were meaningful, meaning like pro-life, pro-choice. Not that we don't have those conversations now. But those are side. Those are like two sides of a coin that I totally see both sides, and I understand both sides. I'm not a female, so it's really not even my like call on what the hell happens there. I kind of just, but I see both sides of the story there. I understand where both sides are coming from. Doesn't mean I agree, but I understand. Same thing with 
like when we went to Iraq or when we went to Afghanistan, you know, there was, should we be putting people over there? Should we be fighting this war? Both sides to this coin. Remember, we had 9-11 that had happened. I felt like those conversations were meaningful with deep underlying point, like with deep points that resonated with, with a lot of different people who fell on one side or the other. So what I was thinking was, Oh, I feel. I always feel like I'm out of breath on this damn thing. <laughs> but I Did felt you like talk a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I bet if I rewind this thing, man, I'm gonna listen to your. I can listen to you go for like 15 minutes. No, I'm not gonna rewind it. Of though. smartness. Of smartness. See, now you. Everybody wants to know where I get it from. Everybody wants to know where I get it from. It's from him. <laughs> so, what I was saying is this: is it? Is that I've always felt that the conversations that have trying to be had when you ask questions like the one about Biden in the 40 years, I feel are not deep and they're not deep conversations and they're just meant to be attacking credibility versus actually addressing what truly does bother uh, people on the right right now. So that's how I felt. So w within those conversations, I told my dad, I said that, you know, I, I, I get this attitude and I think a lot of us get this attitude with people. I'll get this like, not I don't want to say holier than thou, but I get this like, uh, um, I have to fact check you because that conversation that you're trying to have with me is not good enough for me to try to get on that level because that question I feel, in my opinion, is stupid. And that's not the right way to approach these things. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because when you were doing that, I just got quiet. And the reason I get quiet because this political debate that's going on right now, it's not worth me arguing with anybody, especially not with my son. Yeah. It's not worth it. Why? Because I recognize, and here's Parker, here's where the wisdom comes for you. I recognize that you have your opinion and you, you really, you really are tied to your opinion. You know, you're, 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 you're how can I, you're cemented there. It's, like, it's your opinion and I may not agree with it, but for me, it's better just to stay quiet than to try and convince you that my opinion is the right way. I should just be able to tell you one time, this is my opinion, and this is the way it should be. I think when there's two sides of, uh, on two different ends of the spectrum, both sides should say what they think, and both sides should just listen. And don't comment back, just listen. Go back and think about it. Hey, that's how they feel. Why do they feel that way? Instead of trying to fact check them right there like, like, like you, you, have ten, you have a tendency to do, right? And then I would just quiet down. Because why? Again, it's not worth the argument. It's your opinion. I don't believe in it, but I respect it and say, you know, I'm not going to argue with it. That doesn't mean you're right. In my mind, of course, I know who's, who's really right. Me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you no. to it. <laughs> but it's better, it's better, Parker, that you just listen to the other side. And instead of coming back, and try and prove them wrong, it's better you just step back and think about what they said. And when you can formulate an answer that is going to be positive and continue the conversation in a positive direction, that's when you should open your mouth and say something, Parker. That's what I think. Yeah. And I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, I think this is a nice segue into self-reflection, uh, which is the second part of this whole thing. And... Uh, um, so within that conversation, like, you're right. I think that it is a problem that it is something that I've had to deal with, which is uh, having meaningful conversations with people where I'm not uh, combative or I'm not 
uh, rude to someone or I'm not going to say rude because it's never it's never my intention to be rude. I, I want everybody that I've upset in the in the in the past and in the future, you know, that I I will upset. Uh, it's never you mean my you're intention. not going to stop. Yo, <laughs> I'm going to try to stop. I'm going to there you go. I'm going to try to stop. But I want everybody to know it's never my intention to just sit there and have a conversation with somebody to, to just simply to piss them off, you know, because in my mind and the way that I look at things um, is more about hoping to, to trying to shine a light on how shallow some of those conversations, some of those questions can be not saying that that's right, because that's how I feel. I feel that I'm that's how, what I, I feel like I'm doing. I feel like I'm doing a service and it's probably the wrong way to look at it. All right. But I hope that in the future that when these conversations do happen, especially a year or two years from now, when it is, when we do look back on everything that happened in these last four years, I do hope that people look at how they were and how they were to other people, whether you were left or right. And you revisit and Take a look at yourself, look at the mirror, you know, and see if, you know, where do you feel like it was worth fighting over? Were these, were these questions, were these good questions you were asking? Were or these Also, were you answering the right way? Yeah. And were we answering it the right way? You know, you know, you're right. Because it's, I think one thing that this country told us very clearly was that, uh, um, is that there are, there's a very, very large group of people out there who share this exact same opinion. You made that very clear earlier and you're right. And it's our job to make sure we listen. And it's not even just like, not, and I'm trying to say this is self-reflection. I'm still talking about this whole thing, but how this, how this approach works, works for like self-reflection wise is that if I'm going to continue to have these types of dialogues with you, dad, I need to make sure that I don't discount your opinion. Because it 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 matters to you for a reason, but it needs to be. That's a two way street. It is a two way street, and I think you can agree with that. Of course, yeah. I need to listen to your side, and again, I'm going to try and exercise. What? Wait a minute. I've already been doing it right this whole time. You're the one who was doing it wrong. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. I need to also just listen, and if I don't understand it. Accept it. That's your opinion. Yeah. And it's and not worth arguing. So let's say this happens in the future. Let's do a hypothetical here. So yeah. let's say in the future, right? Like it, it may not, it doesn't have to be on the scale of like a presidency or anything like that. But I mean, if, if Parker ever finds himself in a situation similar to this, you know, where you're, I mean, I guess you're in the middle, he's in the middle of an argument. Like, what do you want to tell him? State, never keep it to yourself. Say what you want to say. Make sure that don't don't hold it in. It doesn't mean for that you're supposed to be a wimp and not say nothing. Say what you think. If you believe it, say it. But don't try and convince the other person that that's what he should believe, he or she should believe, because they have their own opinion. They have their own thoughts. And I'm actually going to jump in on that exact because I have a different thing I want to say, but I want to piggyback off what you're saying. My dad's right. Um, it's not your job to try to change people's minds. Don't ever try to put that on you. Don't ever try to put that on yourself. And don't ever try to like think that, that it's your, your duty to ex, like expose someone, you know, because you're doing mo so much more damage than you are good, you know, 
So don't do that. I think that that's, yeah. uh, uh, that's causing, that's doing more harm than good. And another way of looking at it, because I heard you say this before in the past, is uh, that you felt, uh, same discussion, right? Mm-hmm. And you told me that you felt like you had to educate these people mm-hmm. when, they, when, 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 they, when they didn't know. Like I made the comment, you know, what has Biden done? And you felt compelled that I need to educate you. When you go into that thing, you know, to educate me, it makes the other person feel less. It doesn't make them feel important. Like mm-hmm. their opinion does not matter. So, Parker, when you're in those situations, remember, everybody's opinion matters. It may be different than yours, completely different than yours, but it does matter, and we need to listen. If we're ever going to, if you're ever going to grow up to be successful, you've got to be able to listen to other people and accept that they do have an opinion, and you have to work hard at finding that middle point where you can meet with them and see them eye to eye. Absolutely right. You know... I think that, and I know I said I was going to give, I wanted to give, I do want to give a second, like uh, my personal thoughts on this. Parker, this is a a character flaw I have, I have personally lived with my whole life. Um, I've always tried to be, I've always tried, thought I was witty, even though a lot of the times it falls flat, you know, or I've always tried to, um, inside of a conversation, especially when I was in the military, I would try to, uh, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I would, I don't know. We would have fun at other people's expense, you know, um, meaning like whether it was a conversation about something stupid or something that politics or technology or whatever. And I don't, didn't realize how much damage I was doing to people. And most importantly, how much, um, of that, that attitude, I actually allowed to become part of my part of who I am, and I'm gonna ha- I'm having a hard time trying to let go of that, and the problems that it has presented for me have been more. It has it has given me more problems that it than it has given me positives. You know what I'm saying? There's been more problems that have come from from talking to people yeah. this way than being than uh, um than good things that have come from it. And even for the good things that have come from it, they might even be situations where I thought they ended up good, but I ended up minimizing somebody's feelings. And that's probably, and that's not probably right. That's not right at all. I don't want people to feel bad. And you shouldn't want people to feel bad either. We both need to find, both of us, you and me, dad, need to find constructive ways of communicating our opinions to each other so we can have these deep conversations. I know you and I were both really nervous about having deep conversations on this podcast. Because it's, I mean, it's hard. I think that, I mean, it's, it's, you're putting, we're putting out how we truly feel about a subject to the world, you know, and especially if we could be wrong or we find out later we're wrong, you know, that's, that's hard. But that's why I think we both need to come together here and tell Parker that, that it's not worth it. Become a good communicator and do it without minimizing or hurting anybody's feelings. I couldn't have said it any better, Daniel. That was really good. And Parker, just listen to that. Remember, when you speak with somebody else, they have their opinions too, and they're important to them. And if you want to be a good communicator, listen. Make them feel like their opinion is important and find a middle ground. Yep. Okay. With that in mind, let's, let's go into something fun. 
Something fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you because want? this ship is like, man, it was going on steady water and it's got so serious that. Yeah, it's not. Well, you have I to, get well, bored. These, <laughs> well, <laughs> these, these conversations are, I think these conversations are good to have. Yes. You know, like not every, like first and foremost, I think something that like, like we, not everything can be lighthearted. You know, I think we both as adults here have to recognize that, you know, there, that there's just been a lot of weight on people's shoulders, you know, these last four years. Having this talk was important, not just for you and I, not just for other people listening, but most importantly, it was important to have this deep talk for Parker yeah. because this story is going to get told one way or another, and it's going to get told either through history books, it's going to get told through news outlets, movies, whatever. But I want to know that my son has my dialogue, you know, when this happened. And it's important to me that he has your dialogue when it happens too. Plus, we can't keep going because we ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time already? We're out of time already. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? This is going to be probably the serious, the most serious uh I think it was a serious one, but I think it was a good, I think it was a good conversation. It was good. Right. And I think you should, I think that, that as Republican and Democrat, as father and son, we should both come together and I think we should both agree when, when I say that I think we wish the next president, the next vice president, good luck. And let's hope that let's that that the the country unites and becomes one again because I think it's long overdue, and uh, yeah, what do you? I think? agree. I agree. I wish him the best, and and I, I I not only wish I really no I wish he will unite our country. I think he will. He's a smart man, and our VPs has his back there, you know. But uh, I do think, yeah, he's my president now. Yeah, he's our president. Yes. Yeah. He's our president. He's yes. our president. And yeah, so we just wish them good luck. And I think that's, uh, I think, I guess that's a good point to a good stopping point, right? What huh? do you think? Sounds like a plan right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, for Tales of Fatherhood, I'm Daniel Davila. And I'm Martin. You stay classy. Cheers. Cheers.